Welcome back, guys. Episode 29. I'm here with your boy Julian. We don't have games today. Lots to talk about. Very exciting stuff. NFL officially started. Look at Julian. Hey. This guy can't <laughs> stop smiling out here. Well, you know what? Show the fans. Show the fans uh, the cup you're drinking out of. Cup? And you're coming back, dude. We're coming immediately back. Immediately replace that. Because that was a <laughs> disappointment. We're going to get into that. Oh, man. How you feeling? How you feeling, bro? A lot of NFL talk. Good. Good time yeah. of the year. Yeah, I'm, surpri- I'm a little surprised Gabe's not here to talk about his Dolphins for two hours about how they barely eked oh, out a win. But I think uh, it's a blessing for us and the fans right now that you know <laughs> Gabe, Gabe can't come in this episode, but he would have count he would have came on with his, his fins up. He's just like just like this the whole time. He would he yeah, would have rather not do that for two hours. I'd rather not <laughs> let's go fence <laughs> oh yeah. man it, there's been yo week one was crazy a lot of upsets awesome. a lot of unexpected games a lot of unexpected performances let's just say wow. this week one is always crazy week one's always insane and it's almost like you can never really judge a season by week one like bro I, my team's a prime example. Last year, we won week one against the Colts, who made the playoffs, and then we lost 15 straight. So, like, it's a little <laughs> bit of over, overreact, overreaction week, but let's not try to overreact. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna overreact. That's yeah. well, that's what I'm gonna do. We're, we're right. gonna overreact. Joe, just think the Broncos uh, are going to Super so Bowl exactly. now. You're talking about surprises here, man. I want you to tell us uh, what's your your biggest surprise from week one, biggest game. Okay, my biggest surprise, he's going to hit, I got three, but I will say my biggest one that I'm actually genuine, like probably my biggest shock was the Steelers overtaking the Buffalo Bills. That actually shocked me. I did not see that coming. I thought the, and the, and only leaving the Bills to 16 points. That really shocked me. I did not expect that. Uh, My number two, uh, Broncos beating the Giants in such dominant fashion. I thought they would win the game, but I honestly didn't think they would win by that much, and I didn't think Teddy Bridgewater would play that well. But he's showing out up. to be, yeah. What up? And finally, I got to include my own team. Honestly, I predicted us winning it. Everybody predicted us winning it. Everybody said Houston was going to be the worst fucking team in the league, which they wow. probably still are. Listen, but somehow listen. they came out of nowhere. They shocked Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence and came out and just fucking blown us out. Like it honestly. Oh, I know you were the diehard Jags fan. That must have <laughs> been the most disheartening thing to open the season. You got the number one draft pick. You got the Houston Texans who aren't even playing with their star quarterback who does not want to be there. But go ahead and just blow you guys out of water in week one. And then next week, which we're going to get into. Because we know you know we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> You're facing my Denver Broncos, who's coming off an amazing win against the Giants. You you ready for that, bro? Oh, I'm ready. I think we'll I think we'll come back stronger week two, honestly. Like I think obviously there was a lot of problems. There's a lot of welcome to the NFL moments. Uh for sure, for sure. As expected, you know, the, you got, for Urban Meyer, one, for, ten pick. 
and not even just and not even just Trevor Lawrence, but just the coaching staff. Because honestly, like I mean, yes, he had his mistakes, and I, I, he, there's things that he shouldn't have done. He had some dumb interceptions, but I will say, I hated the play calling. Absolutely hated the play calling. Um, he threw 51 times, which is way too much. Granted, the game did get away from, so you end up getting in a situation where you have to. Where you have to, <laughs> just noise going on. Where you, you have to, uh, like throw the ball more because you have to get away from the run game to catch up. Uh, but I mean, all the secondary, the Jaguar secondary was absolutely god awful, atrocious. It was terrible, which is upsetting because we spent so much money and so many draft picks to share that up. And Tyrod Taylor looked like fucking Tom Brady out there just carving us up. Uh, it was. I, I, I was shocked. I was shocked. But then again, it's like I look back at it. Maybe I was just being so optimistic and such a homer that I'm like, oh, yeah, we should win this. No problem. We're more yeah. talented. We're younger. We're faster. Yeah. But a lot of people forget, man. I think Houston is going to shock a lot of people. I think everybody's coming in here like, oh, they're tanking. Oh, like Deshaun Watson things going on. But like, let's not forget, they got a lot of veterans on that team. There's not a lot of young guys. There's a lot of NFL journeymen, a lot of vets. That been there, done that, won games. Sure, none of them are really stars, but they've all been in the league for years. And yeah. I don't think we're going to be the only team they shock. I think they're going to. I think they're going to rattle out a few wins after seeing what I just saw week one. Then again, it is week one. Shit happens. Yep. And maybe they just lose and, every fucking game after this. But who knows? It was against Jacksonville, so that's <laughs> yeah. not really. It, it, yeah, that's I, true too. <laughs> was it? It's a. Not really. I mean. But then switching over to the the Steelers Bills like that, that's crazy, man. Like did not your MVP pick Josh Allen? Josh Allen, which I think he can still get it. Um, yeah. But I think a lot of people are writing off the Steelers coming into the season. But I was one of those where it's like honestly, like when you look at like to win the division bets and those NFL futures, I had. I was like, I always thought, I thought the Steelers would be a good pickup because I want to say they were like plus 400 or something like that, which is pretty good. And the Steelers, man, I've, I've seen them for so long. Like, they just find a way to win, man. They just, uh, Big Ben, Mike oh, Tomlin, look at last season. the Didn't defense. Like 13-0 last season or something like that or 12-0. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was. And everybody but was saying it was kind of fluky, but... Yeah, they tanked at the end of the season, but like you said, like they they find a way to at least compete, right? You know, find a way to make playoffs. Whether you know they're not going to be Super Bowl year under that coaching, under that leadership, veteran leadership there, like you can never really count them out. And then they just signed T.J. Watt to to become the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Dude made making a shit ton of money, and he came in, got his deal done, and now he put in work. And man, that. Like that, that shocked me. And then as for the Broncos game, Teddy Bridgewater, man, he stepped up. He really did. Like I've, I was a huge fan of Teddy Bridgewater back in college when he played at Louisville. He was supposed to be a really top rated pick, but then he ended up falling all the way to the bottom of the first and landed with the Vikings. Didn't work out there. Um, he had a pretty good time, pretty good uh, stint in New Orleans, which got him a job in Carolina. And then obviously the, everybody kind of got hurt in Carolina last year. So they ended up getting rid of him. And now he's in Denver, which Denver is another team that's quietly really good. And if they have good QB performances, they could be potentially in the hunt for the playoffs because they have a really yep. solid defense. The run game looks good. Uh, they have weapons. 
young receivers. Um, if you get good quarterback play from Teddy Bridgewater, they could be solid. They really could be solid. And yeah, I, I was kind of, I was kind of writing him off. Because, yeah, I was kind of writing him off because like I wasn't sold on Teddy. But after seeing how he played, like, and then seeing that Denver defense, like, they could be. They, I think they're going to be better than a lot of people think. I mean, all these years, yeah, that Denver defense never really went anywhere. You know, they did lose mm-hmm. some offensive power with, you know, with quarterbacks. You know, Trevor Simeon, Drew Locke, you know, switching it up. You know, nothing really solid since number 18, since Peyton Manning. And, you know, the boy Von Miller said it. He said it uh, this last game. He told uh, Teddy, he said, listen, man, I haven't felt this way since 18. And, and that's saying something. That's I mean, we'll saying see. something. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Total yeah. part, leadership. You know what I mean? Hyping them up in the huddle. I, I mean, it, it might be the little things that um, these other quarterbacks never did. And like you said, it's too early to week one, but, you know, you always want to get, you know, off to a good start. We got, we're going to your hometown this Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm in Jacksonville. About to go up 2-0. You're about to go down 0-2. It's all right. You can <laughs> save the tears for later. You can save the tears for later. The tears for later. Yeah, okay. Honestly, man, like that game's gonna be a pretty good game. I think it's gonna be better than a lot of people think. I think the Jags are gonna come back strong. I think we're gonna make adjustments. I think that Broncos Jag game is gonna be really interesting. But yeah, I'm super excited, man. It's gonna be the first home game with the new era. I'm not gonna be one of those Jags fans right now that are like thinking it's the end of the world. We're going 0 and 16. We're gonna lose 30 fucking straight games in a row. Like, no, like it's okay, man. It's week one. Like what keeps me motivated is like thinking about what happened last year. Like, bro, we, we beat the Colts who ended up being 11 and five and we went to the playoffs. We beat them and we lost 15 straight. So I'm not too worried about it, but at the end of the day, this year is not for us to make the playoffs. It's just to improve, get better. And then off season build again yeah. and whatever. But what are your big surprises? Week one. My big surprises. You remember last episode who I said uh was gonna come out firing on all cylinders. He has everything to prove. He, he's gonna. Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers performance. Oh, oh my God, oh how could I forget about that? Oh that is God. my biggest shock in Week One. How could Other I forget about that? Is, I'm excited. The Broncos won. Teddy Bridgewater came out. You know, we did our thing. We smoked the Giants. Aaron, I feel like, yo, whoever listened to You know what that game was, right? It's like, yeah, JoJo pick, you know, Aaron Rodgers going MVP. He's about to throw seven touchdowns a game. <laughs> they had three points on the board for whatever reason. Yes, you know, everyone's due for a bad game. But a bad game on opening game of the season like that, that was after terrible. everything that just happened in the offseason now and then you got people questioning is he tanking <laughs> we're questioning his integrity that's how bad the game was it was bad it was bad so but bad. not not to take anything from Jameis winston and the saints they balled Jameis winston looks good he looks really good you know where that game was right tell me it was in jacksonville because the hurricane, they relocated. Yes, yeah, yeah. they relocated. Uh, they couldn't play in New Orleans, but it was a home game for New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, that game. I actually yeah. saw it was pretty packed in there. It was they almost filled that stadium. That's crazy. There's Packer fans everywhere, yeah. though. 
I heard every Man, I heard people say that was basically uh I heard everybody say that was basically like a Packers home game, even though it was a Saints one. There was a ton of Packer fans. I mean, there's just Packer you fans. Think, everywhere. Uh, most of the fans traveled from out of town to go to the game, or like local fans? You think? I think a mix. I think there was. I mean, there's just Packer fans everywhere. They're one. They're like yeah. the Steelers and the Cowboys. Like those three teams, they just have fans everywhere. Um, and I also wouldn't be surprised if some Saints fans traveled. That's not terribly far. I think I want to say. Yeah. I want to say it's like eight eight hours or something like that but uh yeah it was i was it was pretty packed it, it was that's pretty um impressive and i thought the jaguars were very hospitable towards them i mean they completely yeah. repainted the field they changed the scoreboard to the saints theme they changed the sidewall banners like it's pretty cool but yeah that i completely forgot about that game i don't know how i could but yeah that that was insane, dude. I couldn't believe it. They even brought in Jordan Love, and he still couldn't even score on him. But, I mean, here, here's one thing, though. Here's one thing, though. You know who else lost 30-something to three against the Saints? Ooh. Our former Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's not say, forget. Don't say the Bucs. Don't say the Bucs. Week, week, was it week one? No, it wasn't week one. No, it wasn't. No, it was... They... they because no, they got close. I think week one, the other game, yeah, it's the Bucks lost three to like thirty some thirty six or something, something like that, something just like that. But they won the Super Bowl. Hey, like you <laughs> said, I know it's week one and and it's too early, right? Um, but like, damn, like damn, that's boy. yeah. Especially what oh, you expect like, from MVP Rogers, like to go to yeah. not score a single point, like that's insane. Except for kind of lot, like are not really worried. You know what's funny? People are saying he's gonna pull a James Harden. <laughs> like he's gonna do whatever he can to get traded, and he's gonna start balling out wherever now, he goes. You know what I think it is? I think, I think it was just it's just one of those days, man. I, I honestly just think it's just one of those games where just shit just gets away from you. Gameplay yeah. goes, game plan goes to shit. Like it's just one of those. It's just one of those games. I mean, the like I said, Tampa Bay, the champion. The champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers had that against the Saints, and it's just one. Of, it just happens. Like I think it just one of those happens. I still think they're a favorite to go okay. to the Super Bowl. I think they're for sure still a contender. But yeah, now get- now going into next week, if you see the same kind of performance from Aaron Rodgers back to back, we hit the panic button. Is it time two games like that? No, I still wouldn't. No? It, it would take. They would have to lose like five straight for me to worry. Green Bay, I mean, they're just that good, man. Like, they can rattle off like six straight wins. Like, it's yeah. If if they go like zero and five or some shit, like then, like who do they play next? Let me see. They play. <laughs> you still got them going to playoffs if they go zero and five. If if they go if they go zero and five, I you just can't count them out, man. You can't count on Aaron Rodgers. He's one of I somebody I heard um Arian Foster talk about this, and I kind of agree with him. Uh. He thinks that, and I, he kind of convinced me that Aaron Rodgers, and let me know what you think of this. Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback talent to ever play the game. Talent. He's not the most decorated. Obviously, everybody refers to Tom Brady as the most decorated, greatest quarterback of all time. But when you're talking about just pure talent and what he's done compared to his capabilities, I mean, is there anybody better than Aaron Rodgers? The ability to be mobile and run. The the arm strength, he could throw the ball literally 70, 80 yards on a dime. He has just like 
the smarts and the wherewithal and the game management. He, he's such a great talent. Like, and I think he's probably the greatest quarterback talent to ever play. On all, levels. I could see him in a, a top three in that discussion in terms of talent. Yes, because like when you think of like Tom Brady didn't have the talent per se. He just he just knew the game, and he just had he just knew the game. Yeah. Peyton Manning's and, up there know, too, but Peyton Manning yeah. wasn't mobile though. He was a yeah. Peyton Manning was a student of the game. He he understood it perfect. He 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 did he did everything. You know when it came to studying and know dissecting and, and all that and yeah we know he wasn't mobile he wasn't the most athletic you would not put Peyton Manning or even Tom Brady as the most athletic and that's the thing and he's athletic and has the arm strength and the accuracy that is very few and far between but what was your other surprise I know you had one more um my other surprise was how well Ak Prescott yes I'm gonna throw in a little cowboy action here it, wait, wait, is it obligatory Cowboys talk? Nah, it's just about... <laughs> is it man, know, one, one mandatory Cowboys talk? Every every football show has to have a little section of mandatory Cowboys <laughs> talk. Because apparently everybody um, fucking loves talking about the Cowboys. I was truly impressed by his comeback game, you know, off his injury, and how well he played. And he, he, he played fearless, stood in the pocket, took hits, made smart decisions, um, had a couple, you know, touchdown passes wasn't reckless with the ball and for him man that was, that was good he kept the cowboys right in the game and their kicker cost him the game i don't know if you saw the game yes yeah, man missed a uh, extra point he missed a field goal that was you know you could have easily made and the game was right there against the defending champs yeah so he I, balled out and he had about i don't know if it was like 40 or 50 pass attempts which was a little a little too much i don't know what happened week one that everyone's throwing the ball 40 times, but yeah, Zeke barely ran. Zeke, Zeke, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I don't think Zeke's coming back. I think we've seen the prime Zeke is past. He, he, he'll never be I that. I was rooting for him all last season, man. I'm like, the quarterback's out, Dak was out. I'm like, this is his time to shine. And I had mm-hmm. him on my fantasy, so I, I, I kept tabs on like almost every game he was playing. Obviously, we're he underperformed last season, you know, not to his standards. and. That's why I didn't pick him up this season because I, I, you know, I kind of lost faith in that. Like you said, like he's going to do what he has to do, but I don't think he's going to be like a top five running back. Yeah, no, I I agree with you with the Cowboys and Dak. And I mean, the Cowboys as a whole, honestly, like I thought they played really well. Like they really did. Like CeeDee Lamb's going to be a dude. That guy's going to be good. Um, Obviously, you got Amari Cooper. And Gallup and uh, your offensive, oh, their offensive, their offensive lines, even with missing Zach Martin due Zach Martin due to COVID, they still are just a very stout offensive line. Dak looked poised. He act like he he looked like as if he never got injured. Yeah, he they they looked really good. And yeah, I mean, you take away that Zerline kick, like if he makes that, like they could win that game. And you play it different. And I would say too, right at the end of the game. Uh, Godwin pushed off. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It was like right at the end that put them in a field goal position. Yeah, I think I think Godwin pushed off. To me, it was a clear push off, and but they got it anyways. They got the win. But yeah, I I would say if you're a Cowboys fan, I think you got something to look forward to. I think they're going to be pretty good. I think they were going to be good last year, but defense was such a question mark for them. But they seem like the defense seemed to play a little bit better. Um, their pass rush got a little bit better, and I like their rookie Micah Parsons that they just drafted this past year. 
Um, they're going to be solid, dude. They're going to be really solid. I, I like them a lot. And yeah, that did surprise me because I thought Tampa was going to blow them out. I did think they were going to blow them out. Um, but they put up one hell of a fight. I'll give them that. That that's a. Well, I don't know if you saw that, but that was the most televised uh, NFL game in years. Really, like, since the Super Bowl, actually, since the Super Bowl. Hmm. Like, I think it it was like right. But the most televised regular, regular season game. Yeah, home opener. Yeah, season opener. I mean, in years. Hmm. And that was a great game. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess because we're putting in like back. Tampa, who are talked about so much, and then obviously all the damn Cowboy fans. So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can um, see a couple that. headlines there. All right, so moving on. After what we saw Week One, can Mac Jones lead the Patriots to the playoffs? Rookie Mac Jones. What do you think about his performance? I thought he played very well. I was, I I thought he played very well. It seems like that's game, man. That was close game, close game. That, uh, yeah. He fits in that system like a glove. Like, he really does. Like, I don't want to say he looks like Tom Brady because obviously he has a very long way to go. But just the way that he manages the offense in that sense, like, and the way that they seems like they scheme their game seems as if it's like that Tom Brady-esque. It seems like Josh McDaniels has been able to kind of go back to how they used to play. Because obviously you couldn't necessarily do that with Cam Newton. Cam Newton, he didn't really give you that uh, capability. And also Cam had a different element to his game that I think they wanted to test out. Like he did back when he had Tim Tebow in Denver. But I will say like, yeah, man, Mac Jones fits in that system very well. And I think that's why they picked him over Cam. I don't think it was anything to do with Cam's quality of play. I think a lot of it just had to do that. Mac Jones just fits what they want to do more. And yeah, I mean, they spent a shit ton of money in the free agency. They got a lot of uh, players back from COVID that opted out and they're going to be pretty good. Um, Dolphins, I will say, is a borderline playoff team. I mean, I think they, they went 10 and six last year, which any other season that would have been a playoff record to get you in. Oh. And they fought him tooth and nail all the way to the end. And for his very first game ever against a very solid defense, like Miami, he looked very good. I am thoroughly impressed. And I think, I don't know if they make it to the playoffs. I don't know if they have enough oomph to get him there. Like on, in the sense of like offensive weapons on the wideouts. But I think they get some in the hunt. At the end of the day, they went seven and nine last year and they were not a good team. They're a lot better team, have a lot better players. I expect them. And you obviously have the, Greatest coach of all time, which you can never count out. One of the greatest defensive minds of all time. You can never count out. I think they get in there. I think maybe nine and eight, which is still weird to say. Like, I think nine and eight, yeah. and they get yeah, in the hunt. And, huh? Yeah, with the 17 game uh, season. So, yeah, I think, I think they could get in the hunt. I don't know if they get in. I wouldn't be surprised if they get in, but I think they're oh. definitely in the hunt. I think they're definitely in the hunt. But it's a AFC's tough. Yeah, AFC's tough because even in even in their division, I mean, you still got to get through the Dolphins, so they're gonna play the Dolphins again. You got to play the Bills twice. Uh, Yeah, you're gonna get two easy dubs on the Jets. But then, as it goes for the other wild card race, AFC West is gonna be very tight. You know, you're gonna have the Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, which are all potential playoff teams. 
AFC is going to be very interesting again, and I think it's going to take. I think the AFC is going to take 11 wins to get in the playoffs, especially with the 17 game season. I think you're going to have to go. What would that be? 10? No, 11 and six. I think you have to go to 11 and six to get in. I think that's what it's going to take. <clears throat> so can the Patriots go 11 and six? I don't know, but I do think I know it might they'll be, be there to I, the I end. Yeah. But I, I like him. He, he looks very poised. Accurate, and I liked and um whoever was commenting the game, uh I liked what they said because I noticed it too that he, a good quarterback protects his receivers by throwing it in certain ways so they don't get blasted, especially yep. going down the middle. And there was one load them up right down the middle, set yeah. them up, and, and there was like there was one play I think it was Johnu Smith, and he kind of threw it slightly behind him, but you can tell it's strategic because he threw it in a way to where like it kind of protected his receiver. So he's not just getting blasted. And that's part of a way. And I was watching it, uh, Aaron Rodgers interview. And he's talking about like, look, these receivers put your trust in their hands. And it's right as a quarterback to make sure you put them in a position to where they don't get fucked up, which something a lot of people don't think about, but it, and that is the case. I mean, you lead a receiver right down the middle and they just get blasted by a safety or linebacker. Like that could end your season. But yeah. So you think they get in or no? I don't think they're making it this year. Uh, I, I do think he's the quarterback of the future for that team. Um, he 100% fits that system. That's the guy they wanted. You know, they even released Cam. Even bother to keep him as a backup. They just got rid of him. You know what I mean? Which they I was surprised. Any, I was very surprised at that. They didn't want any distractions, right? They didn't want any noise in the background with, you know, if uh, he's, you know, underperforming and you got Cam in the back saying, put me in, put me in. And then the fans get into it and saying, we want Cam. No, like that's the guy. That's the guy they're sticking with. And I think that that's their future quarterback. And Bill Belichick, they, they made that decision. But um, he definitely performed. They didn't get the win. But, you know, all the good qualities you mentioned uh, that he has, he showed, you know, in the first game. And it looks like he's a student of the game, smart decision making arm um in the pocket wasn't scared good play calling on his end he's gonna be there for a while yeah and we never to end up talk we never got to talk about the cam thing but just to say real quick i don't know if cam could i don't think he came out with um i don't know if you heard he had a big like he has a youtube channel he did like this whole like long interview with his dad talking about everything that went yeah. happened in new england pieces, yeah yeah and uh basically he was saying he's like he'd been willing to be a backup but he knew and i think even the patriots and he like it makes sense like i don't know cam just even if he is willing to be a backup yep. something somebody of his person like somebody of his stature and just his tenure in the game like there's going to be people caught like he's he's such a big presence like his presence there would be, just be hard for him to be a backup and he could yeah. be perfectly fine and act normal but it's just the presence of him being there and knowing what he was people are going to he he's no starter is going to feel comfortable knowing that camps behind him and i agree yeah. with him when he said that like it's just one yeah. of those even if he is older and he's getting older and he's not who he was it's just it's At not going to be like a, a Fitzpatrick been, Tua situation. It's not going to be like that in New England. Yeah, Cam was an MVP. He went to the Super Bowl. He has been one of the top quarterbacks in the league for years. And he's relatively young. Yeah, he's been banged up with a lot of injuries, but he's still relatively young. I think he's like 32 or something like that. So it is, he, 
but I think he deserves to be in the league. He's too talented. And honestly, even he said, and I don't, I don't know if there's 32 guys better than him. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Cause there was flashes last year, last year, there was before he got COVID there was games where he looked really good. I remember specifically that uh, Seahawks game, pa- Seahawks Patriots game. Like that was, he looked great. And I don't know if there's 32 other guys that are better than him. And I think I agree with him on that. Well, you know, injuries are bound to happen throughout the season. And knock on we'll wood, see. obviously, we don't have, want it to happen to anybody. But that's usually when uh, it's other players' time to shine, right? During that time. Oh, he's just got, he has to stay ready so he doesn't have to get ready. This is going to be hard if he misses a whole season. Missing a season in the NFL, it's tough to come back from. Not like physically, but just like that, that mental mentality that people have. Like, oh, he hasn't played in a season. Like, what, what will that mean? Like, you know, they, they want people playing every Especially single as a year. Quarterback. Especially as a quarterback. Your timing can be off. You know, your decision making mm-hmm. could be off. You, know, you lose that, you know, that little competitive edge out there i mean it's it's one of the things like i mean you played sports there at the end of the day you there's the best way to get game ready is to play a game because you can train and all this stuff but there's nothing going to be like going out there and actually playing the game whether it be football baseball soccer hockey whatever it is it is one of those where it's like the best way to get game ready is to play the fucking game (laughs) like moving on from one young quarterback to another Justin Fields. Did you see the game? Ooh, I saw bits and pieces. I didn't see the whole game. But he, he secured the win, right? No, he they lost. <laughs> you did not oh, lose. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he lost. Um, I mean, they lost. Andy Dalton started the whole game. So Justin Fields, I believe, came in for two. He scored on one of them. He, uh, he did a QB run. He ran around the outside to the right. And ran it in for a touchdown. And uh, that was pretty much all we saw from him. Andy Dalton looked pretty good. He looked efficient. Um, he was a game manager. At the end of the day, it wasn't enough to get the win over the Los Angeles Rams, who are a very good team, especially now with that new QB over there that we all know and love. But I'm surprised <laughs> Andy Dalton stole a starter after his performance last season with the Cowboys. I know he was the backup there. I mean, that was a, that was a fuck situation. I I don't blame that against Andy Dalton. The thing is, all right, so to go to like, should Justin Fields sit on the bench still? Is I personally do not think he should sit on the bench anymore. And it's nothing against Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton to me, he has not done anything to lose the job. He is. He played very efficient. He played very well. He played clean football. But everybody who is a ninety percent of quarterbacks in this league can do that. He's not anything special. And at the end of the day, I think Justin Fields gives you that element, whether it be with his legs, whether it be with his arm, whether with it be with his uh, mobility, his like uh, his ability to escape out of the pocket, like he just brings that extra energy. I just don't think Andy Dalton has, I think he can do, I think he has the potential to do everything Andy Dalton can do and more even in his rookie season. And that's why I think you should start him. Andy Dalton. We all know who Andy Dalton is. He's been in this league for almost 10 years now. If not, it has been 10 and we know what he is. He's, he's not going to wow you. He's not going to rally a team together. He's not going to uh, hype other guys up. He, 
he does his job. He's not bad at it. But like I said, there's 90 other quarterbacks in this league that can do that. And if you're going to play in the NFC West, where you have, I mean, NFC North, where you have Aaron Rodgers and you have the potential of Minnesota being pretty good, which they, I think they could bounce back this year. And the NFC just being tougher in general. I think you need to bring in a guy who gives you that extra element with his legs, with his accuracy, with his, his arm strength. And he's good. He played very well in the preseason. He balled out in the preseason. Yeah, that was against backups. But his ability, like Andy Dalton could have scored that touchdown that Justin Fields did last uh, Monday, uh, Sunday night. And it was awesome to see him do that. And it was kind of sad to see him get pulled away. And it's like, and you would think being with the head coach with Matt Nagy over in Chicago, like they would be quick to be like, all right, we need to win games because they're on the hot seat right now. But yeah, I think he should play. I, re- I really think, I think he has the extra element that Andy Dalton just can't bring. He can win I mean, games and, like that. Yeah, I really feel like it's what the organization want, wants right now. Meaning like, do they want to move on with the, with the young guy and, and hopefully that's the future or, you know, just play it safe with a seasoned vet and see if he, can take you guys to the playoffs that's that year i don't think they're willing to take the risk yet you know and the thing is i think they're trying to compare it because the head coach of the chicago bears was the former offensive coordinator with the kansas city chiefs where you had alex smith and patrick mahomes was sitting behind him that year the difference is i think alex smith was is a way better quarterback than andy dalton was alex smith was having an mvp not, I don't want to say MVP season, but he was having a very, very good season and led the Chiefs to the playoffs, and the Chiefs were a very good team. So it's a little different situation. Andy Dalton, yes, he can do the job and he can be good at times, but I don't think he was, he's not as good as what Andy uh, Alex Smith was. And I don't think there's, like I said, I think Justin Fields can do as much as Andy Dalton can do. I think he can read those X's and O's the same way he can. And then, yeah, he gives you that extra uh, ability. Even if he doesn't run the ball or use his legs, just the idea, the defense has to keep that in the mind that is is a potential that that can happen. And that can open up Allen Robinson. That can open up their other receivers, uh, Montgomery. to like it, It can do a lot. And I think it gives you that extra element that they need. I think they need it. I mean, no, I could definitely agree with that. Like, right now, and that's the change of the game, man. Athletic quarterbacks. Um, you know, And he's a rookie, bro. Like, who cares? Like, at this point, the yeah, college but, system is so similar yeah. to the NFL nowadays. It's not like how it used to be. Throw them in there, man. Like, the, like, like we just said, like, the they're best gonna wait, way. They're going to wait until after this season, or if he underperforms in a few games, they're going to give him the chance. Like, that's what they've been Andy doing. Andy Gallon has so. to play bad. But my oh. thing is, I don't know if the Chicago coaching staff has time. I think that's that's the thing. I don't think they have time. I think they're on a really hot seat right now. But. Talking divisions, NFC West. You think that's the strongest division? Because you've been bringing that up. NFC think, West is tough, dude. Did you? I think they went undefeated this week. The Rams put a beating on the the Bears. San Francisco fucking balled out. San Francisco's fucking back. Garoppolo didn't look too bad. Garoppolo looked like Garoppolo. But man, San Francisco is back. Debo, Debo Samuel went off. I had him in my fantasy team. He he went he went off. 
I, I was a little the injuries always worry me when I see a lot when I see a team get a lot a good team get a lot of injuries and a lot of players out for the season. What happened in San I, Francisco last year? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That worries yeah. me. So coming into this year, I was like, I understand they have the talent, yes, but seeing players not play in over a year because of injuries does worry me. Like, will they be the same? Like that uh, that always worries. some players they come back being the same, but a lot of players don't, and that was and that was worrisome. And then, I mean, they they went off. They were really good. Um, and then you had the Seahawks put a beating on the Colts. And that was a wake up call for Colts fans. And uh, who am I missing? Uh, oh, Arizona fucking blown out uh, Tennessee. Oh, now that's that something. was a game. Did you see that Chandler Chandler Jones got five sacks in that game oh, against one uh, of the best offenses? Kyler Murray, right? Kyler Murray. Yeah. Ky- Kyler Murray's a fucking Madden player. That dude's a Madden player. He, he's insane. Like, oh, he's so fast. Everybody was nice eating. Chandler Jones got five sacks. He's like, people are saying he's not going to get it, but he's like, he's on pace for 85 sacks this year, which would be way beyond the, the record. But there's no way he's keeping that up. I mean, I think he's going to have a good season, but there's no way he's keeping up five sacks a game. But JJ Watt was eating. He looked good. Uh, D Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, always, always good. Uh, the rookie Rondell Moore is fast. Like, man, uh, AJ Green had a little bit of life to him. Like, Cardinals are good. I, I knew the Cardinals were, gonna, I knew the Cardinals were going to be good. I didn't think they really had a chance to win the division, but I did think they were going to be good. I thought they could make maybe squeeze into a wild card. But man, I don't. If Kyler can keep up his performances like he has, because last year there was moments of that greatness, and then there was moments where it just kind of dissipate. And he yeah. just it was a little inconsistent. But this year, if he man, if he keep up that consistency, he's dangerous, dude. Like to me, he is the biggest like the dual he threat. Came out, he came out hot, looking like a young Russell Wilson out there, man. Just a little faster too. But faster, faster. Because the thing too, he has the arm strength. He has the accuracy. Like he can be very good. I, he's probably the best dual threat quarterback to me as of right now. Like he is. Right good because my my thing is like yeah you have lamar you have lamar but i think i think kyler's a better thrower of the football than lamar i look kyler murray he can he scares me on both ends and jags actually play them week three so that's gonna be a scary game but lamar i will say just to get off topic just a little bit just to get off topic just a little bit lamar actually did play very well in his passing game uh monday night against the raiders but yeah, man. So who do I think will win the NFC West? I am going to go with the LA Rams. I think they are probably going to stay the most consistent. I think Matt Stafford has something to prove now that he's on the national limelight being in Los Angeles. I mean, exactly that defense is unreal. You got to show that showcase that talent that everyone was talking about. You got the weapons. You got the number one defense. I, th- I I got the Rams. I think the Rams. I think the Rams win the division. I think they're really good, and I think San Francisco is right behind them. I kind of have a bad feeling about Seattle. I think they're gonna be good, but I don't know if they win it. But I like the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. That's my problem with Seattle. Um, they either 
start off really bad, then get a little hot streak, or they start off very hot, then they go cold, and then they're always tied up in a tight race for the playoffs. This happens like almost every every season. Like at one point, you're like, oh, they're contending. And in the middle of the season, you're like, yo, what happened to the Seahawks? They've been giving up too many points the past couple of years. They're not who they used to be. They're giving up a defense that they used to have. They need to somehow bring it back. You know, you're going to get the offensive power, right? But you, you're not going to last every game in a shootout. It's going to come a time your defense needs to do what it has to do and win you some games. I agree. And it's, I was upset too. I had Tyler Lockett on the bench on my fantasy you team. <laughs> I had him on the bench. I, yeah, I, I had I, Metcalf out there. I had Metcalf. I, and him and uh, Wilson showed up for me. They showed up. It's me. hard, dude. I, I'm so deep at receiver. I have Metcalf. No, not Metcalf. I have um, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, uh, Debo Samuel, and Tyler Lockett. So, like, I have one of them has to sit, and that's hard. But oh, yeah, yeah, so who, that's when you got to look at the matchups and who you think yeah. is going to perform the best. Yeah, that's you really got to dig in deep there. So who you got winning it? Who's your pick? You, you brought up what in that division? Because that's I, I mean, think to me that's by far the hardest case, division. That's the that's the toughest I, division. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Arizona Cardinals. And wow, it's gonna be easy. Gonna be easy. But did you see the talent on display in Week One? It was Sticky. insane. They made insane, man. It, don't get me wrong. I didn't expect much from Tennessee this year. Everybody thinks they're going to win the division. I think AFC South is going to be closer than people think. Um, I don't think the Titans are that good, even with Julio Jones. Um, and they played a playoff team. Arizona, They even if they, for some reason, don't make the playoffs, they're still a playoff caliber team. Like, they're still there. And uh, they did not look good. And... And man, if Arizona keeps up this momentum against solid teams, like they could be deadly, like they could be really deadly. That's a good that, that, now. That's a good future bet because uh, you're having that feeling. You got to roll with it because I, the thing is, Arizona. Like that, that impressed, bro. They they going for that division because Arizona is actually your best odds right now. They're they're uh, they're the least likely to. Vegas has them the least likely to win the division. Uh, I can't remember what the. Uh, lines were here i could actually pull it up I actually have it up right here um they have Yo, so we, we they have betting, we could jump right into it right after this um yeah the uh, top three games that all right so know, they have arizona and last place plus 500 they have san francisco plus 185 and first they have los angeles rams plus 210 seattle seahawks plus 260 and then, like I said, Arizona plus 500. So they have, San Francisco is the favorites. So if you like Arizona, you have that potential plus 500 right there, which is pretty good odds, which honestly, you can't go wrong with NFC. They're all pretty good. Like, it's not bad. A close race. Yep. So as you're saying, you want to do our picks, our sport, NFL sports betting picks week two. We're going to start it off here with the New York Giants versus the Washington football team. The spread is minus three for the football team, plus three, with the odds being minus 120 on the Washington football team to get minus three, or the New York Giants to cover plus three is minus 102. I will say that I like 
Oh. Wow. I like the, the Giants. Giants I like the Giants to cover. That's yeah, surprising, yeah. Because Washington football team, I believe Fitzpatrick is out. I don't know how long he's out for. I don't. I remember him getting injured, and then Heineke had to step in. I think the Giants are better than what people think. Yes, they lost pretty bad to Denver, but they I still got those, they yeah. still got talent on that roster. Um, Danny Dimes can have moments of greatness at times. And I think they cover the plus three. Um, I would, I honestly like the money line on that. You got plus one fifty versus football team is minus one eighty, so you can actually make some good money there. I Washington has a great defense, but I just I have a feeling that the Giants, they I think they're more capable of putting up points than the football team is, and I think they could they could for sure cover. I I have them covering the spread. I'd probably take them on the money line if I was to pick it. I probably wouldn't bet on this game personally, but I do like them covering the spread. And then the over-under is 40.5 points, and I'd take the the under on that. I don't think... You're going to go ahead and pick your top top three games you're going to potentially bet on for next week. Top three. Okay. So I like this one right here. We've got Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders are minus, I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers are minus 0.5, uh, 5.5, um, with the odds being minus 110, as the Raiders for the plus 5.5 is minus 110 as well. I would take the Raiders to cover that. I don't think Pittsburgh is going to beat them by more than five points. What do you think? Well, honestly, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, both teams, you know, has potential when it's in uh, for their lineups, and I, I think it's accurate. You think it's pretty accurate? I think it's pretty accurate. You think Steelers? You think Steelers take the minus five? You think they win by more than five point five? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Really? I think, um, yeah, man. Uh, you can't count like- on Big Ben in that team, bro. But I mean, LA, they got the. I mean, I'm sorry, Las Vegas. You know, got that close dub. You know, um, I, could, I mean, sorry, Steelers. They're gonna come out strong this week. I will say, some people were saying the Ravens were better than Steelers, and Las Vegas beat them Monday night. I just, I like the plus five. I think those are. I think I, they I, cover. I think saying. they cover, and I like, I like it. And I like the money line. They have Vegas. They have Raiders. Las Vegas has as plus one ninety four to Pittsburgh Steelers are the favorites with two thirty five. They're really pushing the Steelers, and I think this game's gonna be closer than a lot of people think. So, um, and then I would take the over at forty six point five points. I think it scored more than that as a total. Um, think over forty six. I think they score over forty six. I think they get over forty six. I, I, it's going to be tight. I will say it would be tight, but I th- I think they get it. I think Pittsburgh's going to put up more points than they did against Buffalo. And I think uh, I like Darren Waller. I have him on my fantasy team. They're, they're going to put up points. All right. Yeah, so I mean, then, look, they, they went in, beat a great team with Josh Allen and them. And I think they're going to keep it rolling just like last season. Yeah. Next game, we got Cincinnati versus Chicago Bears. Uh, Chicago Bears minus 1.5. Cincinnati. Part of your, that's part of your top three? Oh, I was just running through. You want me to be my top three? It's your top three, top three. 
All right, top three. Um, let me see. Let me see. Um, let me see here. Top three. What would I take? I like. Hmm. Honestly, I like the Browns Texans. They got the Browns heavy favorites. Minus 12.5. Minus 12.5. Uh, they have the Browns. That, those odds are minus 113. Uh, Houston Texans plus 12.5. Minus 106. I think Houston covers. I think they get within 12 and a half. I know Houston beat Jacksonville. But like <laughs> I said, they got a lot of veteran talent they got a lot of veteran guys who are nfl journeymen and i like i said i think after what i saw up close and personal week one tyrell taylor can be pretty good he's been in this league for a while they got a lot of veterans they i think they closed the gap i don't think i don't think cleveland's gonna put up that much for them to get cover that minus 12 and a half so i would take houston to cover who the cleveland browns played in week one and almost beat out Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, who had a ridiculous game. Almost beat out. Listen, listen. Your little Houston Texans that no. nearly proved I don't think they're going to win, but I don't beating. I don't think they're going to win, but I don't I don't oh, think listen. Cleveland's beating them by 12 points. Browns are proving themselves and they have too much offensive power. Browns win and, the game, but I don't listen. think I don't think they cover their line. I think I think uh, Houston covers. I think Houston gets within 12 and a half. I'll, I would take that. And they get, uh, yeah, people are leaning towards Browns, that. The odds Browns are better. Browns are going to win by two touchdowns. Two full touchdowns. Two full touchdowns. Okay. How much offense going on there? <laughs> okay. All right. Third. This would you be a fun. It. This one. The right. last one. This would be a fun one. I want to go. This, to me, this is a more of a coin flip than Vegas has given right. it. I think it'd just be a fun one. It'd be this would be a risky bet. I don't know if I, if I. If, the thing is, there's a lot of close games. There's a. It's tough. There's a there's a lot there's a lot of minus threes, and okay. I'd probably go threes fives. Okay, I'll take Saints to to uh. I take Saints minus three and a half. 3.5. I take Saints minus 3.5. I don't think Carolina gets within there. It's Carolina. Oh, yeah. So Saints minus 3.5 at minus oh, 114 odds. And they have they Carolina have Panthers. Game. Yeah, that's pretty close. I'm a little surprised by that. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I, have, I would take the Saints uh, get, uh, getting over 3.5. I think, I think the Saints, especially after beating uh, Green Bay that bad, and Carolina, I mean, yeah, they won. And Sam Darnold did look good. I will say Sam Darnold did look good, but they also played the Jets. So it's like, and I know the Jets are supposed to be improved, but at the end of the day, it is the Jets. And I think New Orleans is a way better team than the Jets. And I am a little surprised that they have the odds that close. And yeah, obviously a lot of people are hammering that because it's minus 114. But yeah, I would take the Saints on that. I think they easily clear. I think Saints win by a touchdown or more. I think they usually get that um, over under 44 and a half points. 
I would take the over on that, actually. I think they get over 45 and a half points. 44 and a, 44 and a half yeah, points. Only because the Saints are going to have majority of the points that game. That's why it's going to be over. I think Carolina puts up points, though. I think Zach, I think, uh, no, Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold will continue to prove, like but I, I don't. I don't know if necessarily Carolina can stop the Saints from acting. If Carolina keeps on doing, I'm not Carolina, New Orleans keeps on doing what they're doing. They're going to be a pretty good team, I think. So I'll take that minus three. And uh, I think that's my three. So yeah, I'll take, I take the uh, Raiders covering 5.5. I think I like those odds. Honestly, don't even mind the money line plus 194. I think, like I said, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Steelers win. But obviously, they're the favorites. But, I mean, Vegas played pretty not too bad against the Ravens, and the Ravens were predicted to be a better team. And, yeah, I like the, I like the odds on plus 194. And then, my, and then the final one I said was Houston and Cleveland. I think, I think Houston gets within that 12 and a half. All right, so, well, yeah. there you go. You guys heard it first here. A little taste of some football betting. Football betting. betting. Your boy Julian, the expert analysis for analysis here on yeah. Real Fans Podcast. Well, I think I'll wrap up this episode, man. I think we're going to have an exciting week two. We got the showdown. You guys, if you, you, if you follow us on Instagram, you, you're going to see the trash talk, man. You're going to see Broncos versus Jacksonville in Jacksonville coming up I'm this go- week. I'm actually going to that game. Going to be up close and personal. Got some pretty close tickets. Super pumped. Have been in a game in years. Oh, so, I'm gonna need you I'm to do, since, you're, since you're gonna be at the game, get a little Ziploc bag. Um, you know, you can hold some of those tears oh, in there. Okay, after, yeah. And you can <laughs> go ahead sure. and, and ship, ship them to my house. Yeah, yeah. So I can frame that. We're about to go up uh two zero, and then you got to look at your week three matchup. Who you say you're playing? Arizona. Arizona, yeah, that's IL. Um, oh my god! I think, oh like I said, god. we have a <laughs> shot at the Broncos. I think the Broncos win it. I, you know, it's funny. Before going into Week One, I was like, "Oh, Broncos is a lock. We're winning that game." But then after Week One, I'm like, "I don't know. I think we take that." <laughs> but yeah, all right, guys, stay tuned for the next episode. You're gonna hear all the trash talk. You're gonna see it live. Real fans podcast, Instagram, Spotify. YouTube. MySpace, Tumblr, uh, Home Depot, Home Lowe's, Lowe's. <laughs> find us out on McDonald's, Happy Meal Menu, you get our toy. Like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for Wendy's, all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. See you guys in the next one. Peace.